So look at this. You must, like what we are just singing here, Jesus, I adore you, we are walking in love and all that. You must prioritize God's love. You must prioritize. In other words, you and I cannot accept strife. We must prioritize. And one of the things that we see in, in the prayer guide is 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 4 to 8. But I, I, was, I put in the amplified, but I should add amplified classic. So it should be a C, amplified classic. We must prioritize God's love. I may not agree with what they are teaching, but if they are born again, then I have to do what? I have to pursue peace. I have to pursue to promote the love of God, even if I don't agree with what they are saying. As an individuals, then, we should not allow division. As individuals, we should not allow division. We may not even agree. We may not agree with everything. I've, I've told people over, over the years, in leadership, you may not agree with everything that the leader has said. But listen to this. The, even the, the thing that they have said, but you have to submit your heart in love to, to, to what? To promote unity. I've looked at, uh, I mean, over the years, I've served a special serving Pastor Carl from 2013, since the pastor went, went to be with the Lord. I've, I've looked at Pastor Carl and said, no, Pastor Carl, I, I don't see it. But because you see it, I'm going to do it. And what will I do? I'll go humble myself before the Lord and do it. It should be the same, believers, everyone's believers. That, that, that love and humility is critical for us to be able to walk in high places of authority. He gives grace to the humble. He resists the proud. And, and during the fast, as we, we came into this fast, that's exactly what it is. We are humbling ourselves before the Lord. But that's very critical on a, on a day-to-day walk. We promote the love of God, and we have an attitude of humility. Listen, these believers in Christ, forgive me should be something that comes out of us. We should not resist saying, please forgive me. I, I'm wrong. I didn't do it right. Please forgive me. <laughs> Recently, I said something. Uh, I'll say something. Oh, I'll say. I'll say something to, 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 to Emily. Uh, she comes from my home area, so we are walking and all that. Then I say something, boom. And then I, I felt bad. I went out, and we are, it's over Christmas. I walked to my, to my home. And, and that evening, I never told anyone after that because I didn't want to transfer how bad I was feeling. And then I, I turned that evening and I said, would you please forgive me? Did you forgive me? Okay. <laughs> would you please forgive me? Because the moment I say that, I felt bad inside of me. And I, I, I couldn't reason myself out of it. I just went immediately, I think I got my home, I said, let me call her back. I, I felt bad. I really felt bad. I hope you didn't feel that bad, though. <laughs> but I, I felt bad. Whether she saw it or not, I had to ask for forgiveness. The sensitivity, church, to the Holy Spirit will grant us authority to walk in high places of authority in God. That's critical. I don't want to pray as a worm. 
I'm just a warm right here, warm right here. You know, I want to pray with authority. I want my prayers to carry authority. I don't know about you. I believe that's the reason. That's, that, that's yours, yours and my attitude. I want my prayers to carry authority. I want to say words that will carry authority and destroy the kingdom of darkness. I was reading a text from uh, Dr. Kabaji. She said, you remember, on, was it on Wednesday when I got a word of knowledge concerning a, a person with a hip? Uh, was it Wednesday or Friday? Friday. Actually, she told me, Pastor, I got healed instantly. By the time I was going back to the seat, I got healed instantly. And, uh, and it's, it had been going on for a week. And it's not come back, and it won't be coming back. I want those instant things. Uh, instant millionaire, or what, billionaire. <laughs> but I want instant. I, I want, you look at this. That, that is very critical because it's God working in us and through us. Not just through our pastor, but in us and through us. That as we gather, we say prayers, we speak prayers of faith, and things are happening in the spirit realm. Now, now so, so don't forget those keys. The unity of believers is so, impo is so important. Church united together, I'm telling you, we can bring down, we can see some things in this church coming out to this city, and it will be amazing. It's like those believers gathering in there, there's something that happened. People are coming in. People can be passing over here and see the fire of God all over here, and they come and they give their love to Christ, and they just, we walk out here and they see the fire of God all of us. Unity. And then, um, so, so he says this, that they all may be one as you, Father, are in me, and I in you, that you also may be one in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. That's critical for bringing people into the kingdom of God. And believe God because he said it. It's the truth. And the glory which you gave me, I have given them. If it was it 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 some words of a, a certain individual, we could not have accepted this. But Jesus saying this, and the glory which, which you gave me, I have given them that they may be one just as we are one. The glory that he had, he's been given to us. So what do we say, Lord? We receive what you have given. And that we may be one, we may be one. And he says this, Jesus says this, I in them. Now, your maths teacher that, that doesn't know this. I in them and you in me, that they may be perfect in one and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved them as you have loved me. <laughs> now, your maths teacher doesn't understand even that. I in them, he's in us, and you in me. All I can say is this, is perfect, uh, uh, perfected oneness. That's all I can describe that, unless the Lord ever give me more regarding that. But it says, it's perfected unity. It's they are one, that you cannot separate them. They are one. God the Father, God the Son, God the, the Holy Spirit. It's impossible to separate them. It was such an impossibility until he was made sin. 
And he said, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? That's the time they were separated from the Father. For your sake. His separation from the Father brought us in, for us to be joined with him. 1 Corinthians 6.17 says, he was joined to the Lord. is one spirit with him. We became one with him in Christ. We are more privileged than you can imagine. Sometimes we don't see it, but we are growing. Really, sometimes we don't see it, but we are growing. Just, just Jesus said this, I in them and you in me, that they may be made perfect in one, and that the world may know that you have sent me and have loved me as you have, you have loved them as you have loved me. Do you believe that? That God loves you just like he loves Jesus. That, those are right there, that thinking is enough to have every, answer, uh, every prayer answered. So the thing is this, church. We must believe in God's love. Listen, for us, for you, for me. I think, I think, if I know I'm loved, I will love others. I think. Have you, have you heard that children who are being abused, they abuse others? You, you know what I'm talking about? They abuse others when they grow up because they were abused when they were children. But, but children who have known love, they give out love. I don't believe that. So we are supposed to understand and to lay hold of the love of God. And that actually is what is going to unite us. You know, love is not, is not in, the, in the doctrine. Love is in the heart. The love of God has been poured up, brought in our hearts by the Holy Spirit, shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. It's not even the doctrine. It's in our, it's in our hearts. People that you don't know, you, you just tell them, I just love you. And I've, I've met with people, you know, for the first time we talked and said, wow, and I've just loved you. It's like I've known you all this time. You love people. It's, it's, it's in your heart. It's not even in your head. I tried to figure out years, when I, years ago when I got born again about the love of God in my head. It's not in your head. It's in the heart. You may not even understand what is happening, but you have that love of God in your heart. But look at this verse 24 quickly. Father... I desire that they also, whom you gave me, may be with me where I am, that they may behold my glory which you have given me, for you loved me before the foundation of the world. I believe, church, those are such intimate words to the Father. It was such a critical time. He was about to be crucified. And he's speaking those words to the Father. I want you really to, to go in your own time and, and, and read that, that chapter 17. And listen, look at him, meditate, think of him, that he's standing there and the disciples are there and they are hearing the conversation that he's speaking to the Father. It's amazing. 
meditation of the Word of God will take you to another level. Because you'll see yourself in, in what is happening because there is no time in the realm of the Spirit. You'll see yourself right there. You are there. Probably you're even looking at it. I passed away telling me for, uh, and he shared with the church several times. But he says, uh, the first time he got an open vision of, me he meditated on the word of God. And he kept meditating on Jesus feeding the, the 5,000, that crowd. And he says, he meditated until you're surprised. He looked at, he saw Jesus lifting up his hands with a two loaves and five, uh, two fish and five loaves of bread. And then he turned, he turned to him and he said, are, are you looking? Are you looking? And he said, he looked at, yes, sir. He says, then he said this, because you'll have to do this many times in your life. And I, and I saw him, several aspects of it that I saw it was in finances. That was those, it didn't look like there was any money. It was very little. It's like, let's lift up with thanksgiving to the Lord because he multiplies. And this ministry is here today and it continues and continues. That's meditation. Don't just read the scriptures in passing. Ponder. Thank God for your Bible reading. You want two, three chapters a day. But if there's nothing <laughs> that you're receiving from those three chapters, you've just gone through a program. Meditate on the scriptures. Oh, righteous Father, the world has not known you, but I have known you. And these have known you, have known that you sent me, and I have declared to them your name, and will declare it, that the love which you loved me may be in them, and I in them. Wow. He loves you with the same love. He loves you. Sometimes you haven't believed in that love enough. He loves us, church. You just have to think of it and you say, God, you love me. You know, so easy to tell people, God loves you. But you have to start thinking, God, you love me. You have loved me. I like saying it. You have loved me with everlasting love. God loves you. That ought to remove everything. Let's go to First John quickly, then we'll go a certain direction here. First John, just a moment, it wasn't part of what I wanted to share, but just a moment over here. Here. You alone are holy. You alone are worthy. Look at this first John four sixteen. Uh, let's start from four fifteen. <coughs> You there? Oh, okay. come on, come on, please. 
Let's go to verse, from verse 12. Let's go from verse 12. Church, get rid of strife completely. Completely. I was in a meeting with some, some, some men, uh, two men and a, and a lady. And I'd, I'd presented this past week, I'd presented what I really desired, and I thought it was right uh, for them to accept this business. Uh, and then, uh, then business. And then uh, I explained, and he, he looked at me, he said, no, 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 we're not going to do it that way. This is what we're going to do, da, da, da. Did all the explanations. Uh, and uh, I looked at him and I said this. I'll be honest with you. I'll say, okay, okay. But I don't agree with what you're saying. I don't agree with your, with your thinking. It's not right. But I'll be honest with you, I don't. But okay. And then he looked at me, he said, um, they are the Asian uh, descent, looked at me and said, Pastor, actual arm on my knees for you to accept what I'm saying. I say, I've told you, okay, but I just don't agree. You, you understand that? And, and the meeting was not ending in strife. It was a wonderful meeting, but I had to express what? My disagreement. So it's not like I'm not, I'm not agreeing. Not no that kind of attitude. I just don't agree. I don't want to accept this. This is one of the things that happens, especially when you turn 50. You're more honest. Is, is that so, brother? <laughs> you're, you're more honest. You, you, really, there, I, think, I think sometimes, and, and we all, um, but the thing is, it's growing in the Lord. That's, that's, that's the main thing. Man, I joke of 50, but seriously, the younger you are, the more you want to please many people. There's a guy we, we, we finished, uh, you know, we, we gradu graduated, did the KCSC in 1991 together, November. Never met with that guy until this time over Christmas. So can you think about people that I wanted to impress in high school? Look at this. Be freed from men. I'm not saying women be freed from men, you understand? But I'm saying <laughs> the fear of man, that's exactly what that means. But be freed from men, really, the fear of men. That's the, that's the what, the fear of men. Because the, the, the more we know the Lord, the more we want to please him. And when you please him, it's amazing. Even if people may not agree with us, but listen, there's the love of God radiating out of us. And we'll be so bold, yet full of the love of God to tell them, not so. I'm not coming to that party, just to let you know. I'm, I'll not be coming. And with no reason, you can say, I will not be attending. Now, let's go back to your business. Verse 12. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us. That is being what? One. That's being one. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides 
in us. So the manifestation of the presence of God, of God himself, is founded on believers walking in love. Are we seeing that? That's perfect right there. Remember he said that, that they may be one, that the glory that is upon me I've given them. That they may be one, that the world may see. So the foundation actually of seeing the manifestation of God himself is believers walking in love. That's critical. No one has seen God at any time. If we love one another, God abides in us and his love has been perfected in us or matured. If we do what? We love one another. That's critical. Promote that in your home. Listen to this. You may not right now have a thought, uh, you may not have uh, a say to your brothers and sisters, but you have a say in your own home. With your husband, with your wife, with your children, promote that. Let it begin right there. It's not in the scriptures, but I believe it. Charity begins at home. Charity, the King James Version, charity is love. Love begins at home. Now look at this. Let's go to the next one. By this we know that we abide in him. Remember in, in John 15, 7 says, if you abide in, him, in me and my words abide in you, we'll do what? You'll ask whatever you desire and it shall be given to you. But look at this, you say, by this we know that we abide in him and he in us because he has given us of his spirit. And what does Romans 5, 5 say? That that love of God has been shed abroad, or the version say, poured in our hearts. The Holy Spirit, wonderful. God himself is not for just I believe that in speaking in tongues. But listen to this, the work of the Holy Spirit in us is to form that love of God in us. If we are sensitive to him, he will show us how to live. And love never fails. That's 1 Corinthians 13.8. Love never fails. Fail. Never. Oh, thank you, Lord. Say thank you, Lord, for your love. Thank you, Father, for your love. Thank you, Father, for your love that you have shed abroad in my heart by the Holy Spirit. I just felt, sense his presence right there in, in the love of God. By this you know that we abide in him. And he in us because he's given us of his spirit. Look at verse 14. And we have seen and testified that the Father has sent the Son as the Savior of the world. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. We need just to, to receive that by faith. Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. 
Do, do you remember John 17? Are you seeing the similarity, similarities here? Whoever confesses that Jesus is the Son of God, God abides in him and he in God. So if we are sensitive to the indwelling presence of God in our hearts, we can easily come and join and unite with each other without any strife. There's some things that the Lord has convicted me of, of uh, during this fast. And, and uh, it's like <laughs> that the more I got convictions inside of me, the more my ears have been so uh, sensitive when I hear someone say something that is not consistent with the scriptures. It's like, oh, no, that's not right. That's how it should sub supposed to be happening, actually, in the fast. You are, you are Errol, if you call it Errol or Antony, is it Antony, not Antony, but <laughs> if your Errol is more sensitive, you're able to, to pick clear signal. Did you ever use the Errol? Oh, the new generation does not know what Errol is. We used to have Philips transistor, is it Philips? There's one of my, 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 my dad had, I think that should have been bought in the 60s. Uh, that one, in the evening, you have to set it because he liked BBC, you know, news. And he just, shh, so you have to, and AM, and before FM, we had AM and shortwave one, shortwave two, and on and on and on. You must make sure that error is right. Look, look at this. The waves are there, but the error has to be positioned right. This is the point. God is always speaking, but the error, your error, has to be positioned right. You see what I'm saying? God is always speaking, but that error has to be positioned right. Who says error? Is it British? And then the Americans say, oh, they, what do they, do they do? Anyway, I think we are taught error. Anyway, look at this verse 60. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and you abide in love, abide in God, and God in him. That's what I want. Let's go slowly there. And we have known and believed the love that God has for us. So that is very important just then to do what? To know. And also do what? Believe the love that God has for us. God is love. And you abide in love, abide in God, and God in Him. So the great, again I'll say this, I'll repeat, the greatest manifestation of God's presence is founded on believers walking in love. Or it's founded on believers walking in love in any congregation, in any, uh, any people, that when we start, especially, I'm talking of believers. I'm not talking of no, new believers. New believers, God can manifest his presence to lead, to bring them into his kingdom. You understand that? 
signs, miracles, and on and on, to bring them into the kingdom of God. But I'm talking about believers to see the manifestation of God's presence, the concrete there, or the great foundation there, is walking in love. So walk in love. All right? Walk in love. What does that mean? That we are coming, we've been lifted up to the level of actually walking in love is walking in the level or the realm of God. I'll say it, not level. Walking in love actually is walking in the realm of God because God exists in that realm. He is love. So how it is important for us to be able to walk in that realm of God is realm of love. That is equals to authority. Divine authority in whatever we do. All right? I'm going to so much into that. Let's go now to Ephesians, one of the scriptures. I want us to pray again tonight. Not we are praying for ourselves. On Friday, we'll be praying for the body of Christ. Let's start some charity at home, beginning at home. <laughs> but, but let's go to, so that was uh, John 17 we looked at. Let's go now to Ephesians 1, and I want to read it from the Amplified Classic Version. Ephesians 1 from verse 15. They gave me a, a memoir of my 50th birthday, and one of the, they said some of the scriptures that come up during my teaching, and one of them was Ephesians, Ephesians 1, John 6, 63, the Gospels translation, uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, 30, 1 Corinthians 13. That's what they put over there. I said, yeah, that's, that's the way I think, because that's the way God has dealt with me, and he showed me, uh, probably that's my, my Assignment. Let's go to verse 15. Apostle Paul now is writing by the Spirit of God to the church. For this reason, because I've heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love, what's that? Faith and love. Faith worketh by love. So can I say this then? Where there is strong faith of believers, is they are walking in love. Because he says in 1 Corinthians, remember, even if I, I can move mountains, if, if I don't have love, I'm nothing. But true strength is walking in love because God is love. For this reason, what is mine? What is, oh, I'm in 1 Corinthians, okay. Chapter one, verse 15, okay. So he says, for this reason, because I've heard of your faith in, your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, the people of God, so the love towards the, the saints. I do not cease to give thanks for you, make a mention of you in my prayers, for I always pray to God, to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may give, grant to you a spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight into mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. That sounds to me like paths, ancient paths. You, you see that? 
If these are insight into mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him, by having the eyes of your heart flooded with light, so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you and how rich is his glorious inheritance in the sense he set apart once. So, and so that you can know and understand what is the immeasurable, and unlimited, and surpassing greatness of his power, where? Oh, good Lord. It's in us, in and for us, who believe us demonstrated in the working of his mighty strength, which he exerted in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his own right hand in the heavenly places. And I like going to Ephesians 2 verse 6 and say, we've been raised together with him. Yours and raised alone, we've been raised together with him. That's the truth. That's not just doctrine. That's the truth. And then look at this. Far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and every name that is named above every title that can be conferred, not only in this age and in this world, but also in the age and the world which are to come. And he has put all things under his feet and has appointed him the invasor and supreme head of the church, a headship exercised throughout the, ch the church, which is his body, <coughs> excuse me, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all, for in that body lives the full measure of him who makes everything complete and who fills everything everywhere with himself. That's us. I really want you to start praying in the Holy Ghost, even as you're praying this evening, as you meditate on these scriptures. To enlarge your capacity to believe in that love of God. Let's go quickly to Ephesians 3. From verse 14. Now here that's where you find that love of God. Really. Um, God wanting us to experience that. For this reason, seeing the greatness of this plan by which you are built together in Christ, I bow my knees before the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. That's a position of humility. For whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that Father from whom all fatherhood takes his title and derives his name, may he grant you out of the rich treasury of his glory to be strengthened and reinforced with mighty power in the inner man by the Holy Spirit himself indwelling your innermost being and personality. Church, that's not just reading. That's his word. That's his will for us. And he says this, may Christ through your faith actually dwell, settle down, abide, make his permanent home in your hearts. May you be rooted deep in love and founded securely on love. That's our security right there. 
Remember that scripture that we read in First, first uh, John chapter 4, if you, want, you go further into that, it says this, perfect love casts out fear. You have security in love. If you know you're loved, you know it. You know it. You have such a strong foundation right there because you know that you are secure in love. Listen to this. The, then, church, the revelation of God's love grounds us deep into the purposes of God. And we become so secure in life because he loves me. I know he's providing or he's provided for me. Because he loves me, I know he's making a way for me. I saw, <laughs> I saw a pastor with, I think, ever put a certain cartoon in the, I don't know if it's still there in the, the utilities uh, room in the, in the office that I think I'll get it right. But there's a man who's, I think they had a shipwreck or something, whatever they are, is it yacht? In, 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 you know, somewhere, and there was a certain island, and there was a, I can see a coconut tree, and he's sitting down there, and he's telling the other, the other one, uh, so the other one, you think, like, how are we ever going to be found? And he's there, the other man's answer, they say, don't worry, I'm the, the highest tither in church, they will find me. That's <laughs> <laughs> been thank you. <laughs> They'll find me. They will. Those believers will pray. The pastor. <laughs> the pastor doesn't want that tither to, to disappear just that. The devourer will be rebuked until somehow police will find. They, let's go over there and they'll find them. Yeah? So that's being secure. <laughs> that's being secure on God's commandments because he knew he had used, you know, Convinced of what he was doing was right. Maybe rooted deep in love and founded securely on love. And look what follows next. Next, that after this has happened, he says this, that you may have what? The power. So the bedrock of power is what? That love, you see. In kind of, did I say it right? Is that right to say it that way? Is, is the bedrock is there, is, is of power. It's like everything from there when love is in its place, every good thing can come out of it. Yeah. Let, let, me, let me explain that to the scripture. Because remember, God is love. So where God is, Every good comes, every good comes from me, from that place. And where is that love? That love has been shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. So if love, the love of God is in place, every good thing comes out of us. That's the glory. That's the favor of God. That's why we should not accept any strife. I had a certain, certain man some two weeks ago driving on, on, on Dikaron, just driving. Man. And then the one in front of me, there, there's a vehicle, one, one motorist in front. You know the ones that 
they miss a, a, a turn, actually it's a service road, and then they want to come back to enter in and they've already missed it on a highway. It's called highway, super highway. Anyway, he did that. Then the one in front of me braked. I was with Tina. Then I braked until the vehicle went up that way. And you know, that's, that road, you are like 90, 100. And then I thought, oh, praise God. I didn't get to hit the bump of that one. Then behind, I had boom. I thought, oh, God, praise God. Ah. Uh, then I went, oh, Jesus. I came out. And you know, you can be mad if you want to. How is it going to help you? The bumper has been hit hard. He came out, and, and, uh, and the, the gentleman came and he came and greeted each other. He greeted me. I'm so forgive me, sir. I say, I have. So he said, We need to come out of this. You know, it's just before five, and you know the way people go fast. He, he told me, I have no problem. I'm the one at the wrong. Uh, then I have no problem. Let's come out of this place. This place is dangerous. Because right there, other motorists are coming. You know those big buses? Those people who live that side, you know your big buses. <laughs> <laughs> those big buses come and bam, bam, bam. I thought, Let's get, let's get out of here. So anyway, I told him, as long as you're going to be honest with me and you'll do exactly what you said you're going to do, I said, no, 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 I have no problem. So anyway, we went by the petrol station and started dealing with that, and we went to the police station and all that. And, all that. and really, I wasn't moved. I wasn't going to be mad at the person. I was going to come and be as polite as You can go bananas. <laughs> And it won't help you. In fact, you'll stay longer there. We had so much help. I called Norman, connected us with some police and all that, and we went there, and, and the, the guy came and he said, no, I'm going to deal with these ones first. OK, because he had been commanded by a certain boss. I'm going to deal with these ones first. So he came and write down whatever needed to be written down and all that, and, and he went. I was not going to be mad at him. Then the guy, the guy said this. Oh, God, I'll call you one day. This must have been God. You're a pastor. Somehow, somehow, I just don't know why. I'll tell you the meeting I was, one day I'll call you and tell you where I was heading. Somehow, I don't know, I couldn't go. I want to take a photo with you. So I had Rogers take, <laughs> take, <laughs> took a photo with me and, and he started telling me I'm an SDA but I'm coming to look for you so that we can talk. So he took a photo with him, and I'll tell my mom, because tomorrow I was going to travel to Nyamira, but I'm traveling the day after because I can't travel tomorrow. I'm going to tell my mom I hit the vehicle over past. <laughs> my mom prays for me, and on and on and on. But anyway, he called me the following day to find out how is it going. If you have any problem with the insurance, all will be taken care of, da 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 Anyway, but that's how it ended. I said, please pray for me. I come out as a pastor. <laughs> <laughs> you even forgotten you are a pastor. 
You really have to. You must exercise it when things are so bad. You must allow that to come out of you. I'll show you a scripture Ooh, quickly. Let's see this. Look at verse, verse 19. That you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves. No one will experience this love for you. Through experience for yourselves, the love of Christ, which far surpasses mere knowledge, is more than the words that I'm speaking, is the reality, the realm of love without experience, that you may be filled through all your being and to all the fullness of God. Why is that so? When the love of God is in the play, in, in his rightful place, God is in his rightful place in our hearts. What happens? The love of God manifests. The fullness of God that you may, the fullness of God, you may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body holy, filled and flooded with God himself. And you still are quiet and you're still seated on the <laughs> Really? Come on, people. Listen, in the context of all what you've talked about from John 17, look at this verse 19 again. That you may really come to know practically through experience for yourselves the love of Christ which far surpasses mere knowledge without experience that you may be filled. Look at this through all your being unto all the fullness of God. If you have the fullness of God, can you think about, because God is love. And then he says this, may have the richest measure of the divine presence and become a body holy, filled, and flooded with God himself. Wow. Can you think of us gathering that way every time and we are a body, a local church body, flooded with God himself? What is it that won't happen? What is it that won't happen? Verse 20. Now to him, who in, by, in, by in consequence of the action of his power that is work, at work within us, is able to carry out his purpose and do superabundantly, far over and above all that we dare ask or think infinitely beyond our highest prayers, desires, thoughts, hopes, or dreams. To him be glory in the church and Christ Jesus.